0: Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic educator and practitioner, and your host. At the beginning of each new zodiac season, I offer these audio horoscopes for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can find written transcripts in my virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to my written seasonal overviews and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing offerings. Follow the link in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Sagittarius Season. As I mentioned in most of the horoscopes, and as you can probably hear, I got sick and lost my voice while I was in the process of creating these readings, so they're coming out a little later than usual. Unfortunately, that means I wasn't able to tell you ahead of time about the final workshop in our four-part series on artistic alchemy and mutable magic with the award-winning author, playwright, and wonderfully expansive astrologer Junata Petrus, which happens just before the Gemini full moon on November 26th. Janata guided us this year in an exploration of how magical mutability in the signs Pisces, Gemini, Virgo, and Sagittarius can inspire, motivate, and support our creative and artistic endeavors. In Sagittarius' season, she invited us to be bold and to move our art and expression out into the world. Each session in this series is evergreen and all the sessions stand alone, so they're going to be significant for many seasons to come. If you're curious about the compositions the Mutable Quartet wants to make in your life, or simply interested in getting a little support for your creativity through astrology, you can access all the recordings along with Janata's fabulous playlists and other resources now. Along with Artistic Alchemy, we have several recorded classes and workshops that make wonderful gifts for yourself or other astro lovers in your life. You can find them all through the link in the show notes or at embodiedastrology.com. Hello, Gemini. Welcome to Sagittarius season. I'm losing my voice, so I'm going to do my best to keep it going for you. Pardon my rasp. You might know that Sagittarius is your opposite sign, and therefore it is a very important sign to pay attention to. Sagittarius as an archetypal energy says a lot about the ways that you involve yourself with relationships and how you uh, put yourself forward to other people, who you're attracted to, uh, who you draw into your life and what kinds of relational commitments and agreements uh, you make. So as we move into Sagittarius season, there is an emphasis on relationships, and I'll say that your important one-on-one relationships are certainly um, at the, the top of the pile in terms of attention right now. But in general, how you feel yourself relationally and the kinds of, I'll say, implicit biases that you bring into your relationships are also important to consider right now. When I say implicit biases, I could mean a lot of things. So I might mean um, ideas or judgments that you have about certain people or uh, ways of relating. I might mean inner narratives that you're working with that have to do with you and what uh, you think is available for you or what you think that you deserve or something like that. And in relationships, um, I know that I have experienced often having stories about you know, what relationships can be uh, for me or um, I can certainly fantasize and project into them and not always be um, So realistic or present Um, And that can create its own kind of situation so I want to just extend a question to you as uh, You consider Sagittarius season in your chart and this question is um, What are the stories that you tell about relationships? What are the stories that you tell about yourself In relationships and what are the stories that you tell about other people, what are the stories that you tell about relationships as a whole, and inside of those stories um, what serves you to continue forward with. Uh, Investigating the stories that we tell is often very illuminating Because stories can get solidified in our minds as facts. But often when we really do a review of relationships in general, we might see that there are many different stories that are being told concurrently. Um, It is the nature of the human mind to focus on distress and also on fantasy. Um, I think it's a lot harder for most people to be realistic than it is to be anxious or um, uh, kind of hypothetical. And so I also really want to invite you to do some kind of review and to uh, pay attention to what are the stories that are actually happening that maybe don't get as much airtime. And then finally, um, What you pay attention to grows and the mind is so powerful, especially for you, Gemini, because you are a sign that relates with mental intelligence and storytelling capacity. And when we bring attention to our stories, we can also change the story. Um, And so I invite you and encourage you to tell the stories that you want to experience inside of your relationships and notice uh, where you put your attention and what uh, that attention or how that attention aligns with your intention. As we enter into Sagittarius season, we are moving towards a full moon in Gemini on November 27th, and because this is a full moon in your sign and it's highlighting the oppositional polarity between Gemini and Sagittarius, then this is definitely a full moon that's going to be highlighting relationship issues. If you know your chart placements, take a look. Uh, This is a full moon at four degrees of Gemini. So if your sun or rising or other placements are near that degree, then this is going to be a particularly powerful one for you. Dear Embodied Astrology Community, The genocide we're witnessing in Palestine is an unspeakable atrocity. More than 14,000 people have been killed in Gaza since October 7th. The people of Palestine are suffering not only from being under constant siege, but from hunger, thirst, and infection and disease due to lack of clean water and basic resources. I know this is already all over the news and social media and that many of us are feeling immense, intense grief and nervous system dysregulation as we witness these atrocities. I know it's easy to feel overwhelmed and powerless, but the more we educate ourselves and each other and the more we use our individual and collective power as global citizens, the more powerful we become. Your voice matters, and our voices together are powerful. Together, we can make change happen. A week ago, we were told that even a temporary pause was out of the question, but Israel has now paused its attacks on Gaza due to pressure from the international community. The attacks are still far from over though, and many fear that the worst is yet to come. So we need to keep going and continue placing pressure on our governments. I implore you, with the capacity you have, please lend your efforts. Call and email your elected congressional representatives to demand immediate de-escalation and permanent ceasefire, to allow for the entry of humanitarian assistance to Gaza and the return of homelands to Palestinian people. We've included suggestions for how to do this, in the United States at least, in this episode's show notes. And there are so many suggestions circulating for ways that you can take action beyond these avenues, including uplifting Palestinian voices and stories, educating yourself and others on the history of Palestinian struggle and resistance, participating in boycotts and protests, and infusing your creative expressions with calls for action. Everyone has a role in the revolution. Your participation matters and makes a difference. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your solidarity. One way to express solidarity is to invest time, energy, and attention in imagination. What could the world look like beyond paradigms of supremacy, war, dominance, inequity, and inequality? How could we tell new and better stories in bigger ways? If you've attended any of Embodied Astrology's workshops over the past year, You'll know that core values of this work include building imagination, reshaping symbolism, and telling stories that can inspire creative world-making now. Our 2023 workshops were so rich. An amazing team of facilitators engaged our community in grief work, creative writing, art-making and self-portraiture, activism, food and environmental justice strategies, ancestral remembering and intergenerational repair, personal and collective healing, and communion with more than human life forms and realms, all through the lens of astrology. As we transition into 2024, astrological currents suggest that the upcoming years are ripe for revisioning and reimagining how our worlds, countries, communities, families, and lives look and feel. In the midst of so much that is breaking down and cracking open, and at a time when uncertainty and chaos are increasing, Astrology offers maps and strategies for working skillfully with change. That's why I'm excited to let you know that several of our facilitators will return to Embodied Astrology as core faculty, and we're currently working together to craft next year's offerings. We're interested in engaging astrology as a means for building bridges across identities and communication styles, working with conflict mapping and transformation, tending grief and loss, queering time, exploring art and creative expression, supporting healing through somatic practice, and more. Our hope is not only to share our own research, but also to include you, our beloved community, in collaborative astrological study and synthesis so that we can feel into what current astrology is asking of us individually and collectively and build symbolic vocabularies and meaning-making, serving healing potentials for our future. And for any of you who are wanting to grow your skills in embodied, intuitive chart reading and client practice, I'm also excited to confirm that I will be commencing a monthly study and practice space for your chart is a body, my in-depth foundational course in embodied astrology as part of our programming next year. I'll be sharing more program details in the months to come, but if you're interested in learning more or attending a virtual open house, Make sure to click the link in the show notes to sign up for updates. The theme of this full moon beyond relationships uh, is about the growth potential in them and also for yourself. The feeling that I have here is that you need relationships that are supportive of your path and growth and the person that you are becoming There is a major restructuring that's happening for you right now in your life direction. And this restructuring requires effort and labor and diligence and commitment. This restructuring is not particularly easy, but it is definitely worth it. You have already begun this restructuring. It has uh, been a significant theme for you um, over the course of the last many months since March of 2023. And over the course of the next uh, two years until the beginning of 2026, you are in the midst of it. So as your life is under construction, um, you need people there who have the appropriate um, hard hats and tools and know-how and patience and sense of humor and friendship and support uh, as you go through this change and so it is an important time to notice what kind of energy um, gets facilitated between you and other people and some relationships take a lot more energy than they give and that's important for you to notice right now And over the course of the next um, uh, month or so um, until end of January, it feels like there's a necessary review process inside of your relationships and not everybody is going to go the distance with you. And there may be some important conversations or clarifications that need to happen. Uh, There may be shifts in agreements or contracts that need to happen in order to support you in these next steps. On the full moon, we also have the beginning of Mercury's retrograde shadow. And Mercury is your ruling planet. And so anything that involves Mercury is definitely something you want to pay attention to. Mercury will be stationing retrograde two weeks later with the Sagittarius new moon on December 12th. But the lead up between the full moon to the new moon, uh, we are in the period of Mercury's retrograde where it is traveling direct, but it's moving over an area of the zodiac that it will Uh, return to in its retrograde, and then it will have to travel direct again on the other side. And so these shadow periods are times that imply a preparation or lead-up or foreshadowing of themes that then are going to be opened up in the retrograde and hopefully resolved and integrated in uh, the post-retrograde shadow so between november 27th and december 12th there are uh, there or there is an amplified sense of awareness around what i'm going to say feels like um energy output labor responsibility and what you can give and what you need Um, especially when it comes to uh, other people and your agreements with them. And so once again, I'm definitely including your important one-on-one, uh, you know, spouses, partners, romantic relationships, good friends, business partners, but I also really want to highlight any contractual uh, agreements that you might be making. So if there are business contracts or uh, some kind of you know project agreement or something. This is a time to take your time and, if possible, um, to form or be in process with forming of contracts and agreements in ways that allow for some kind of back and forth. Because what needs to get worked out right now probably won't get worked out um, super easily. There may need to be considerations, negotiations, and renegotiations. This is definitely um, a period of time where Power and personal power are highlighted for you. And so, again, I want to ask what comes up for you in relationship with other people, what feels like it is life giving and energizing, and what feels like it isn't. I also uh, want to just drop a pin in an area uh, that I might say is um, related to compulsion or motivation behind relationships and um, Ask why 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 would you be relating with the people who you are relating with? for what reason and if your reason feels like it Doesn't have total integrity um, like for example I'm gonna be friends with that person who works at the ice cream shop, not because I really like them, but because I really like ice cream and I hope they'll give me ice cream. I'm gonna say that that's gonna be painful for that person who works at the ice cream shop. They might really like you, or they might feel confused about your motivations. They might feel used. It might be totally transparent to them that you don't really like them that much. You're just trying to get ice cream. So that's a metaphor, but something to consider. Uh, What are your motivations and compulsions? What is the reasoning behind your social interactions and how you put yourself out to people? This is a time to be honest with yourself uh, and to really allow for the space and the time to kind of dig into the parts of your psyche that might be rooted in insecurity or fear or necessity that could sometimes muddy the waters when it comes to your reasoning for relating. Um, I want to encourage you to be honest and to be honest with yourself uh, and to make adjustments if necessary so that The ways that you are relating have integrity in them. You don't want to use people. You don't want to be used. You don't want to be in funky power arrangements with people. You don't want people to be trying to be in funky power arrangements with you. If you have a feeling that that's present inside of your relationships, now is the time to address it. Now is the time to uh, reckon with it and be honest about it and over Mercury's retrograde from December 12th through January 1st, these issues might um, really start to be agitating and they need to be dealt with. I really encourage you to clarify your relational agreements, contracts, and uh, motivations so that as we move into the new year, you feel liberated and supported In what it is that you are trying to do next year is bringing an enormous amount of change and the first couple uh, or I'll say the next couple of months from Sagittarius season into Taurus season of next year until about May there's a lot of shifting pieces and you are I think building uh, some kind of plan for yourself And whoever is going to be part of this plan with you, again, needs to be uh, on board. It needs to feel like you are supported, that um, contracts, agreements, and arrangements are clear, and that people are involved for the right reasons. This is going to support you in your feeling of stability and power, and it's also going to support you in the sensation of your own inner resource. All right, Gemini, I'm wishing you all the best in Sagittarius season and beyond. Sending a lot of love. Bye for now. If you enjoy my readings and find them supportive, make sure to pre-order your 2024 Year Ahead reading now. My year-ahead readings are deep dives into the details of the year, special for your sun, moon, and rising signs, with a focus on making the most of the opportunities and meeting challenges with skill and grace. You'll get a big-picture overview that spans the year, connecting 2024 to the past and future, and providing a larger context that my monthly readings just can't get into. The 2024 readings will be published by the first week of January, and they make wonderful gifts for the astrology lovers in your life. You can also now receive a 75% discount on 2023's Year Ahead readings, which still have so much to offer. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with astrology, Join me every Monday on Zoom for Somatic Space, a weekly class where we work with current astrological seasons, planetary transits, and lunar cycles through embodiment practices, guided visualization, and meditation. Every session includes an astrology overview and tips for observing your own chart placements in the week ahead, and the practices I offer are designed to give you body-based mindfulness support right on time with what's current in the energetic weather patterns. These classes are available by recording if you can't attend live, and if you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation Q&A and resource sharing space. Follow the link in the show notes or head to embodiedastrology.com to learn more.